0: hey moms and grandmoms this moms together podcast is designed just for you a busy mom or grandmom all the moms together topics are relevant to today's family current parenting information and trends will be discussed you'll receive a word of encouragement and we will share a laugh and be blessed by a heartfelt prayer we're Lori wildenberg and heather Riggleman, and our families are made up of littles to young adults together with our mom team we host moms together on facebook And we're closing in on 20,000 moms. And now it's time to grow our community through a podcast. Many of us question how to navigate motherhood because life is messy and the struggle is real. So join us as we discuss subjects that are close to your mom or grandmom heart. Let's do this mom life together because we are better together. Welcome back to the Moms Together podcast. We are so glad that you guys are choosing to hang out with us for a few minutes today. Be sure to catch episode six, where Lori Wildenberg and I talk about self-harm and what signs look for in your kids. Um, We also share personal experiences and tips about how to navigate those sensitive conversations. But today we're gonna be talking about nutrition and how it affects our kids' behavior. And so I have a very special guest with me today, which I'm really excited to introduce. Michaela Peterson is a mom to four, a farmer's wife, a pharmacist, and a health advocate. She has kids, their ages are uh, 11, 9, 8, and 6. Is that right? Yep. So tell us a little bit about yourself. (laughs) Well,
1: I was born and raised in Minden, Nebraska, small town girl. I started dating my husband when I was 15, and we've been together since... 1990, whatever that was, right? Uh, A long time, 24 years, I believe. And I was a passionate pharmacist that loved what I did until we had a little daycare incident that tugged at my mama heart. And I knew that I needed to stay home with my kids. But by the grace of God, I had been introduced to a whole food nutritional concentrate before that and Mm -hmm. figured out an easy way to get more produce into my kids. I knew that The person that eats the most servings of produce on a daily basis is the least likely to die of any disease. So I've been a full-time stay-at-home mama since um, 2015, I believe. And I'm able to pour into people, help them be better versions of themselves. I have a huge passion for helping people understand how nutrition impacts disease, especially in a cancerous state and I'm also an ambassador for the Pure Hope Foundation, and we do a lot of work with sex trafficking awareness. So that's how I got in this arena, I guess.
0: That was just amazing. So you were just like, one of the things I love about like our relationship and that sort of thing is that you are just like a walking encyclopedia. And oh. so, <laughs> which is great. Thank you. So one of the, so the topic that we're focusing on today is nutrition and how it affects how it affects our kids. And so, as you know, I have three kids and one of them has ADHD. Um, the other one is just plain strong willed. So we'll just, you know, leave it at that. But I've noticed that when, um, they're at school and they like, like, for example, a couple weeks ago, they had like their Valentine's party. Like when my kids came home, they were just like bouncing off the walls. Elijah was like overly anxious and just, I just could not, he, he was just all over the place. There's like no description for it. And so yeah. that's why we're, we're talking about how nutrition can affect, um, you know, their mood and behavior. So what can you tell us about that? So what's the Well, I think it's it's a huge hot
1: topic. And first and foremost, I just want to caveat this with a lot of you say that I'm a walking encyclopedia, which is so nice. However, (laughs) none of this information I learned in pharmacy school because pharmacists and physicians take the course together where you learn about one week of nutrition training. Only one week? uh, Yeah, so moms can really empower themselves and educate themselves because we are the, you know, we're the ones that are pushing the grocery cart, right? So um, if you think of it, you know, like we're in cold and flu season right now, and even just a few teaspoons of sugar can deplete the immune system for four to six hours. So think about when our kids have the random acts of barfness, as we called it at our house. Um, You know, it's usually after Thanksgiving and Christmas and Halloween and Easter and Valentine's Day. It's when our kids are so sugared up And then we expect them to behave certain ways Mm and family functions. And we put a whole bunch of stress on their immune system. So um, even just learning simple things like that, like how to read a food label and how to decipher how much sugar is in a substance Mm
0: -hmm. can just
1: give moms the power to to be able to make better
0: decisions for their kids. So one of the things that we were talking about earlier is like the sugar sugar consumption. You had some um, statistics on that, didn't you? Yeah, actually,
1: sadly, by the time an average child in America turns eight years old, they've consumed more sugar in their lifetime than, a hum- than the average person did in their whole life just a century ago. Mm-hmm. And that is scary. But, you know, sugar causes inflammation in the immune system. And I mean, that is a direct contributor, in my opinion, to the reason that one in three kids are overweight one in three kids will get diabetes in their lifetime, one in six have learning disabilities, one in ten have ADHD, and currently in America, 50% of all children have either a chronic illness of some sort, autoimmune, or are overweight. And according to one of my favorite doctors, his name is Dr. David Katz, he says that this generation is the first generation to not outlive their parents And that's really when I became passionate about, you know, helping my kids eat clean. And at that time, we didn't even really know what eating clean
0: meant. (laughs) So did you, like, once you switched, once you began um, learning how to, you know, eat clean with your kids, did you notice like a difference in like their moods and emotions? How, how, what changes did you see? Absolutely.
1: Um, Number one, their, when we started flooding our bodies with produce, Mm -hmm. their cravings changed. So they weren't, the, you know, gut health is so important and our guts are actually responsible for making 80% of our serotonin, which is our happy, you know, our happy hormone, one of them at least. And so if you think about it, you know, we've got these kids that are teenagers and depressed and even suicidal and they have brain fog and they don't feel like themselves. And a lot of that can be, you know, 75% of diseases can be preventable with what we put on our fork. But if you think about it, a lot of these kiddos are eating beige or, you know, they're switching from a Mountain Dew and a Pop-Tart for breakfast, eating (laughs) chicken nuggets and French fries for lunch. And then they may or may not get a family friendly, you know, meal around the kitchen table with grow foods that are colorful on their plates, right? Mm -hmm. So it makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference in my kids. And since we have been eating clean for the last five and a half years, and we're not perfect by any means. I don't want to ever portray that, you yeah. know, I, I'm the person at home that's making everything from scratch. We're on the go a lot. So we're human also, but when you know better, you do better. And if you can
0: make better choices, you make better choices. That is, that's awesome. That's really good information. You were talking earlier, or well, like you and I, before we started the podcast, we were talking earlier about what the, what the foolish five was. And so yeah. can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yep. So one a good friend of mine is Dr. Bill Sears. I've met him several times and have had I'm great awesome. conversations. We've actually had him as a guest on a Zoom call for the state of Nebraska. Um, he has written over forty-five published children's books and best-selling author. He's a pediatrician. And when we were looking into what eating clean meant, I came upon um, a podcast actually that talked about the Foolish Five. And according to Dr. Bill Sears, if you avoid these Foolish 5 things, you will be eating 90% clean. So obviously that's in addition to, you know, substituting these things with more plants, which, you know, can be difficult to get in kids' systems from time to time. But can I just go into those Foolish 5 now? Yeah. Why don't you just like go ahead and and go go, go into those? Okay. So the first one is high fructose corn syrup. And high fructose corn syrup is found in almost everything. I mean, even Boost and Ensure that they give to cancer patients. The first ingredient is high fructose corn syrup, and we know that you know cancer feeds off of sugar, and that's how it grows. So, um, so that that's the first thing. The high fructose corn syrup is factory made. It's a fake sugar that makes you want to keep eating even when you're full. And I'm sure we've all Mm -hmm. experienced this with our kids. You know, I leave the kitchen and I'm like, the pantry is closed, (laughs) you know? Um, However, if they've eaten a snack that's maybe not unhealthy or laced with sugar, they think they're hungrier than they are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it overexcites the brain though and causes neurogenic imbalances. Mm-hmm. This is exactly where the ADD and ADHD come in. You're not in your head, you. Yeah, yep. that's
0: it's it's one of the main ingredients that we make I, when I'm when I'm shopping and if I'm getting something like pretzels or whatever, it's like the one ingredient that I'm looking for when it comes to my kids.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so it's not and, pretty. It doesn't, take, it doesn't take long to turn a label over and to read it actually. And on that note, Mm -hmm. just a little tidbit of information. Um, if you turn the label over, you can read where it says sugar. You, if you divide the grams of sugar by four, Mm -hmm. that's how many teaspoons of sugar are in a particular substance. Okay. So that's how you, and be careful because they trick you because a lot of times, like iced coffee or whatever is actually two servings so then you have to multiply that number by two Uh but I used to think that you know I drank Pepsi like crazy it was my only vice I thought I only had one and I drank a Pepsi a day 41 grams of sugar do you think that I would ever go to a sugar bowl and eat 10 and a quarter teaspoons of sugar no I would never do that it's disgusting Mm -hmm. right but I, I didn't think twice about you know consuming that on a daily basis. But when you retrain your taste buds, you no longer crave the, the gunk, and it's just a win for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing, the second thing of the foolish five is hydrogenated oils, these are the fakest, sickest, and dumbest of all fats. These create brain fog, and I'm sure we've all eating at a fast food restaurant where you just feel like total trash for two hours afterwards. You're you're just sluggish. You want to nap. That's because we have little parking stalls in our brains that are meant for fats. We need good fats to function. Our kids' brains are 60% fat. And so what happens though is if we're deficient in omegas, for instance, which 98% of America is, unless we eat five servings of wild caught fish a week, um and so what happens is the trans fats also fit perfect in those parking stalls in your brain but the trans fats aren't supple so they don't let toxins out of the brain and they don't let nutrients into the brain whereas if your kiddos are taking a good omega supplement and those parking stalls are full of good fats it lets the gunk out and the um, and the nutrition in and they don't have near the brain fog that they do so the more we can stay away from hydrogenated oils the better off we'll be. So that's number 2. Have you noticed that Heather when you when your kids eat like fried stuff that Yeah, we've, into,
0: like, we've Yeah, I've definitely noticed that. Um what was it like a few years ago somebody showed me an example of what happens to like a McDonald's burger like after you take it home and yeah, so we had this woman had this McDonald's burger perfectly preserved um 7 years after the fact. And so like I mean that's that was like a very visual example of why we stay away from you know places like mcdonald's like, don't get me wrong i'm not perfect but that's for sure we yeah. definitely look for uh hy- hydrogenated oils in, yeah. our, in our groceries well to make sure that that's not in there yeah right absolutely number
1: three is n- numbers okay mm-hmm. and we all know what these numbers are they look like beautiful rainbows in a lab but actually what they do in our system and in our kids' system is those little food coloring additives that they add to everything turn to neurotoxins and it actually poisons poisons us really it attacks the nervous system so And then it also creates brain fog. So just a few, I'm just going to talk about two of the numbers. Mm -hmm. Blue dye number one is in a lot of things, especially cereals and, you know, like the processed foods, especially that was proven to cause kidney tumors in mice. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, a lot of these cause cancer. They cause all sorts of different diseases. Red dye 40 happens to be the one that my one daughter, especially my 10 year old, is really sensitive to. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, you know, I didn't realize how sensitive she was to it because we would pretty much stopped consuming processed stuff that has food coloring in it until we were at the lake one day and she had one of those fun dips that, you know, like terrible choice, by the way. But anyway, (laughs) um, we were at the lake and I didn't want to be that mom that was like, absolutely not. You cannot have that. Um, anyway, but she absolutely lost it. Like it was very evident within 15 minutes that it was clearly something she ate versus a personality flaw.
0: (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, we had the same incident happen the other day. Like we couldn't figure out what was going on with one of our kiddos. And then we backtracked for a second. We're like, well, wait a minute. Like, okay, it's gotta be something that this child ate. And so then this child actually got to go to a dance and consume all sorts of, you know, candies and dyes and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's, and then it was, it was like actually like 24 hours later and it was just spastic all over oh, right! and yep. meltdowns and emotional. So yep. it affects their brain health for sure. Red dye 40 has been shown to
1: accelerate tumors in mice. Mm-hmm. It also triggers allergic reactions and hyperactivity in kids. So the thing that I think that is the funniest mm-hmm. is if we have a dog and the dog barfs on the carpet, the first, what's the <laughs> so first gross. question you ask? I know it's gross, yeah. but what's what the first question we ask? Yeah, what did dog eat? Yep. What did you feed the dog? Yet yeah, <laughs> we have these kids. <laughs> Nobody's asking. Like, what did, What do they eat? What did they consume? Why are, are they, they such angry? a good <laughs>
0: point? So yeah, if, if your kids are having meltdowns, I mean that's that, that should be. I think that should be like one of the number one place that we should be looking.
1: For sure, because that is the number one thing that we can control, right? Mm, that's we a can good control point. It for yeah. the most part. Um, okay, number four is MSG. And this overexcites the brain. It's basically a preservative over excites the brain and lies to your brain about fake food. So mm-hmm. this is where most of our food addictions come from. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I already talked about my Pepsi addiction. That's probably one of the reasons that I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to have X, Y, or Z. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in college, I was like that, you know, I had to drive through whatever drive through, thank goodness. I'm not like that anymore. But Um, those things are not good for us. God did not put those in the Garden of Eden. We shouldn't be putting them in our bodies right now, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then finally, number five is aspartame. Um, Now, this is not just aspartame. This is any fake man-made sugar, okay? So it goes by a ton of different names. You just have to kind of be careful of that. But aspartame degrades to formaldehyde and green in your system. Now I grew up working in my dad's funeral home, and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that pickling anything with a pulse is never a good thing. So we don't want anything to degrade to formaldehyde in our uh-huh. system, right? No, obviously that's bad for a growing brain. And what's really interesting with formaldehyde is um, is the autoimmunes that can go with an addiction to diet things, for instance. You know, um, aspartame was made you know, like it wasn't made with a good purpose in mind anyway. And it's so interesting when I talk to somebody that's been newly, newly diagnosed with an autoimmune, which, you know, autoimmunes are one that they kind of cascade into the next thing and into the next thing. And a lot of them drink, Diet pop. They eat diet things. They think that that's good because it doesn't have calories. And actually, if you're, if you're going to go for the diet or the regular, go for the regular because Mm -hmm. um, your body, you know, your body responds way better than if it was, than if it was the fake sugar.
0: I, uh, you know, I, well, if, if I'm going to reach for a Pepsi, I'm going to make sure it actually has like all the real sugar in it versus like, the. <laughs> the I'm like, well, at least, I mean, experience. it's like, it's a lesser evil right there. So yeah, that's what, typically that's the, that's kind of like my, my train of process or thoughts when it yeah, comes to that's that.
1: True.
0: So that's the foolish five. And if we can mm-hmm. avoid those, if we can avoid
1: those five things, then we're eating 90% clean in, in, in the end. And that's always going to be better for our system and for our kids' health for sure.
0: So for the mamas that are listening and they have like no idea where to start, they know that they need to, you know, you know, start using like like what you call God's pharmacy produce and that sort of thing. What's like one simple place where they could start? Well,
1: I think they can start with just making one simple change. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe your one simple change is to turn the labels over and actually read what's in it. Or maybe your one simple change is to shop the perimeter in the grocery store and try not to go into the center aisles that have all the processed crap. Or Mm -hmm. maybe your one simple change is that you're gonna switch from high sugar juices or pop in your home, and you're gonna, as a family, try and drink more water. Or, you know, you can do so many things, but if, you know, how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time, right? So you make the decision, right now to better your family's health. And then you just change little things along the way. I mean, it takes 21 days to develop a habit. So if you think about it, if you know you made one simple change a month, by the time you hit six months down the road, you've changed six major things in your family's health. So just start,
0: don't be intimidated, just start somewhere. That's the best advice. That is an amazing perspective, I love that. So as we close our conversation today, um, what we always do on our podcast is that we uh, provide a scripture for, for our mamas too. And so today's conversation reminds me of first Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So um, some of us may feel overwhelmed with these choices, but like you said, it's just one simple change. So I'm going to go ahead and close us in prayer. So Father God, we just thank you for um, the mamas that are listening today. And we also just thank you for the, you know, the, the, the nutrition that you've actually already provided us. And I just ask that um, this conversation that we've had today blesses the moms that are listening and that it helps them to make um, one simple change. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, mamas. Thanks for joining us today. We pray that this podcast encouraged you. Did you know that we hang out on Instagram and Facebook? If you'd like to directly connect with us, join our Moms Together Facebook group because we would love to get to know you. And remember, we are moms together because we are better together.